You're listening to Were You Still Talking? That's oh, that's great. <laughs> so you take these like down to a Walmart to have them uh, developed, right? Yeah, I take them down to uh, Payless and uh, get that developed, and then they send it to uh, Kodak. And <laughs> <laughs> out in Rochester, Kodak makes a digital file, and they send it yeah. <laughs> out in Rochester. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> out in Rochester. <laughs> that's right. Okay. All right. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. This is Joel Albrecht, and we're back. Today we have Stu... How do you pronounce your last name? Air. Stu Air. And he is someone that I've known for years and years and years. He actually probably knew my brother better and knows other people that I know. He was a um, videographer, producer for many years on his own. He has done. He has quite the resume on LinkedIn if you want to look him up. He's got so much education. I, I can't explain everything that's on there. I was going to print it out, but neither oh. can I. Most of it is not real. <laughs> it's not. It's. And I just make it up. Oh no way! That's why I get all these you all know, phone calls. Look like perfect. From, oh yeah, from oh. GE and Dow Chemical. It's like we want to hire this guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we we need somebody that can work on transmissions. <laughs> that's <It's>, me. <laughs> that's it. But we're not here to talk about any of that for the moment. Although, I'll, we'll see. We'll see where the conversation goes. But the main reason he came on is to talk about the uh, Pacific Coast Trail, which is uh, absolutely, if no, if people don't know what it is, it's a trail that goes all the way from Canada. Does it start in Canada, or does it start in the U.S.? It's all U.S., right? Yeah. No, you, start in, you can start in Canada, or you, you can. can start in uh, at the Mexican border. You actually don't. Go into Mexico, but you do go into Canada. Well, we couldn't go into Mexico. We'll never get back. Yeah, that's so. That's okay. right. Not in Trump's America. Hey, saying. there's a little political commentary. It is the Pacific Crest Trail, not the Coast Trail. Well, oh, that's a different trail. I'm sorry, I screwed yeah, that, up already. That's, that's okay. I love that. Yeah, it's all about education. So. It is. It's true. The Pacific Crest Trail. There is a Coast Trail, but it's not quite finished, and it's on the coast. Pacific Crest Trail. You can follow along at uh, what, what was that you gave me? PCTA org yeah pcta.org if you really want to see what we're talking about because it's absolutely incredible it's a trail that goes all the way down washington oregon and california and you uh you hiked it there and back a couple times in about two weeks uh no it's less than a week less than a week less than a week yeah from, yeah, from the mexican border day to canada to canada yeah just hiking so, yeah it was bare a, feet yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> so, in actuality, you said your your son has hiked the whole trail. Yep, my son hiked the uh, whole trail back in 2015, and then he turns around to me and says, Dad, when are you going to go? This is your time. And I'm like, nice. yeah, uh-huh. this, is, this is my time. And uh, there are two groups of people, you know, basically two groups of people. You've got your young people, your 20-somethings. Mm-hmm. Most are out of college. Most have a college degree. And... They know they don't have, you know, mortgage payments, car payments, kids, any of those sorts of things. So this is their opportunity to go. So the irresponsible young kids. Yeah. And then on the other end, you got old people like me, like, I don't got a mortgage, don't have no kids. Damn, they never call me. And, uh, you know, just, and so uh, without car payments and mortgages and stuff like that, now's the time to get lost on the trail. So where did, did you start uh, north? Started at Campo. Uh Uh-huh. 
Campo, California, which is on the Mexican border, and you can go. Oh, right. you, so you started south. Yeah, you, you start south, and uh, most of the people, probably ninety-five percent, uh, go northbound from the Mexican border. You can start earlier. Okay. Then starting in Washington State, mm-hmm. which is like a July start. And there are people that are heading southbound. Uh, they're Nobos, which are northbounds, and Sobos, which are southbounds. Oh, of course. And so it's really nice right now in my hometown of Sisters, Oregon, because the ones that started in July, um, earlier in July, are starting to meet up with the ones that are northbound right now. So got this big confluence of migration, this migratory bubble of northbounds and southbounds. So oh, okay. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah our, really cool. So our hometown sees a lot of lot of uh, folks that come in off the trail for resupply, mm-hmm. things like that. The ones that are northbound are at about mile 1900. So they've got that, wow. that many miles, you know, behind Done. them. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, overall, the, uh, the completion rate, just to give your... Uh, listeners ahead heads up here and everybody can get on the trail but not everybody's going to finish it's usually about a around a 25 percent um completion rate on through hiking the trail in one year Mm -hmm. Uh, my year of 2017 was uh less than that is about a 17 percent completion rate and um it's known as the year of fire and ice because we had Lots of snow and ice early on, and then lots of fires in the Cascades in Oregon. Oh, that's right. Washington, where people are getting chased off and trails closed and things like that. So you either wait around and hopefully can finish, mm-hmm. or you just get off trail and finish another year. But yeah, So you don't just run through it? No, go. no. You can try. <laughs> they, don't, they don't like that. But yeah, it was a, uh, 2017 was a tough year as far as uh, fatalities. I think we had... Uh, seven fatalities uh, wow. on trail, and uh, a guy from Ireland who's still missing. I think in the Mount San Jacinto area. Wow. So, so do you? What's uh? Is is there an average? Is that? That's way above that. Seems it's, like a really high number. Yeah, it's way yeah. above average. Usually, you have a couple people a year that'll, you know, make a mistake or do something dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those dumb things, uh, we're missing a hiker from. I think 2016 as well. His name was Sherpa. He was in uh, Northern Washington State, uh, you know, backpacking by himself, hoping to complete the PCT when the snow started to fall. He was just up there too late, and they haven't found him. I suspect he probably tried to to get lower in elevation, mm-hmm. you know. But I think I heard something about him. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a that was a pretty big story. Yeah. So how you made it? How far? Uh, 1,200 miles. 1,200 miles. From Campo to Lake Tahoe. And how far, what is the total distance? Is it like 2,400 miles? 2,650. So, 2650. so it's mm, almost almost halfway, but not mm-hmm. quite. And my knees gave out. That's the thing when you're an old old person is your body pieces start wearing out. And I'd already gotten, fortunately, I had money in my pocket. So I got uh, uh, steroid shots in my knees at about 500 miles, and then again at about 800, 900 miles. Oh, okay. Got critical steroid shots in my knees, and that kept mm-hmm. moving down the trail um, until the shots wore out. And Doc and said, when these wear out, enough, yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. Yeah. So. No, I understand that. I have <laughs> all kinds of pains already, yeah. all kinds of difficulties. But it, that's still, it's a, that's amazing to me. I'm, you oh, know, it's, wow. It's, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. It, uh-huh. re- it really is. It's. 
it's never what you expect it to be. You see pictures, you see videos and everything of the of the trail and people on the trail and it's never like that. For some reason the the experience is they're just not able to to convey it. You'll stand in places where it's like there's a picture of this place, but you're standing there and going, it doesn't quite look like this. This is different, you know? Oh, yeah. That's how a lot of stuff, it's, the Grand Canyon's that way. You know, when people say they don't, they didn't uh, care about seeing the Grand Canyon, I wonder what's wrong with them. Because then after <laughs> like, they've seen it, they've what? like, wow, that was bitching, man. <laughs> yeah. That's a big hole in the ground. That's a big hole. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a, anyway, yeah, and I mean, being out in nature is that way a lot of times where it's it's very hard to describe. So uh, I wanted to ask some just stupid questions like um, is, well, I think you already told me. So the north end is a little more difficult than the south end. Yeah, you have, or, to, you have to get a, a later start heading southbound from the Canadian border. It's actually Manning Park in Canada. Then you hike uphill to Washington State's about eight miles and you get on the trail there. Mm-hmm. And then start hiking southbound. The uh, object of both of those, whether you're heading northbound or southbound, is to beat the snow. If you're heading northbound, it's to beat the snow in Washington State. Right. If you're heading southbound, it's to beat the snow in the Sierras. And uh, obviously different finishing times. People will finish uh, in September heading northbound. And people heading southbound finish like near Christmas time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. So well, there's a, it's almost all year that there's people... Hiking the trail, doing the full hike. Yeah, it's, yeah. You just yeah. you just got to hike between the the snowflakes, though. So. Right. And uh, yeah, usual start time heading northbound is uh, middle of March, uh, anytime in April. A little bit later than that, you get in a lot of heat in the desert, and oh and, right, and that starts can kind of push your that's push also your days difficult. Down. Oh, yeah, it's, it's that's it, hard. It can get hot. Yeah, we had some. We had a week of like 105 degrees, and so we would actually uh, night hike. Oh, okay. Where you, where oh, you, that must be amazing. Yeah, you start out, you know, half hour before the sun goes down, and you hike until you're tired. Usually for me, that was about oh, 12, 31 a.m., you know, set up camp, and then hopefully get some winks and get in some more miles before the sun rises then. And you just kind of did that Did that for a week. And and uh, did you just walk, could you just see enough? Or I mean, did you use headlamps? Yeah, you, yeah, you use uh, headlamps. Even, headlamps. Even then, it's still kind of sketchy because uh, uh-huh. when you've got a headlamp at head, it's as high as your head, high as your eyeballs. You don't get a lot of definition of those rocks in the ground. You don't see the the shadows on the trail until you stumble over something and you know roll off a cliff, and they never find your body and wonder what the heck was he up to. Oh, so, yeah, <laughs> right. Well, so has anyone ever got stuck? And uh, weathered it out. Does anyone ever do that? Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, and hopefully it's, you know, you're pretty much uh, bound by how much food did you bring along, how much fuel mm-hmm. did you bring along. That's, you know, the kind of the big thing is how much how much food can I get by with between resupply, you know, towns and and sometimes you just run out of few food and you're done. Um, I ran out of food once ran out of fuel once and um ran out of water a couple times wow so so how much are you carrying approximately how much like how many days of food mm, how, there's a there's a stretch in the sierras that's uh 10 days and so 
would usually carry 10 days plus, you know, an extra day. So about mm -hmm. 11 pounds or 11 days worth. And backpack weighs about 40 pounds then once you've got all of that food in there. And in the Sierras, you have to carry everything in a bear can. Oh, which right. Is this big plastic barrel, you know, that you've right. got. Right. That, you know, the bears can't figure out how to unscrew. And the problem is I can't figure out how to unscrew it either. <laughs> So, so you get oh, it, but it's just geez, a, it's you got to ask the bears. Yeah, it's just a pain to to carry that. Yeah, and I ran into some people. It's like, what, what's going? On? What are you doing? Good. Oh, a bear came into camp last night. And they parked their tent too close to a cliff, and the bear said, "I'm going to get in." And the bear kicked it right off the oh, cliff. Oh no! Oh geez. And they could see it way down there. Spent a day retrieving their their bear can. So, yeah. So you got critters out there, bears uh -huh. and marmots and stuff like that that'll try to get into your food. In in Washington State it's actually mice are the are the big problems. They'll tear into your tent and everything else trying to get at food. Oh no. Um, so just like in the city. Just like in yeah, city. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's like in any city. Yeah. And you know, then there's the controversy like a mouse crawled into my tent and I just couldn't kill it. Oh well, okay, so you just let it eat your breakfast and yeah, pretty much so. Oh, <laughs> so it got big and fat and then he left. <laughs> I guess, like, nah. well, guess you're going to be hungry then. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, nah, I, I wouldn't take no. that. It's like, nah. <laughs> no, so. So how many people were you with? Um, some people, a lot of people will start out actually solo. Some mm -hmm. will, will be paired up with, you know, a hiking partner, which can work out really well. Um, I started out solo. Day three, uh, picked up a guy from um, Atlanta. His trail name was Superman. Um, and uh, hiked with him for about three weeks until my knees started really killing me. And then I sent him on ahead, and he's like, "Wow, dude, I'll, I'll wait for you." It's like, no, man, this is how the PCT works. Uh -huh. You're going to hike with people for a while. Something's going to happen, you know, or whatever. And then you pick up another crew. And so he picked up uh, another crew and uh, hiked on. Then I uh, picked up a a German woman named Sonia and. We did uh, some of the desert and most of the Sierras together, and so that was great. And these, you just met him on the trail, and yeah, let's start hiking together. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's am that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, sometimes, that's awesome. yeah, sometimes you're able to connect at a, a place where you're taking a, a zero day, a non hiking day. Um, they've got a, a few places on the trail, especially in Southern California, uh, Hiker Heaven, which can host up to two hundred. Uh, backpackers overnight, you know, just this field of tents and oh wow, yeah. And the people put out a lot of money to do that, but you know, it's it's great. And that's where I met her at was Hiker Heaven. There's another one called Casa de Luna, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit farther north. And then there's Hiker Town, which is kind of sketchy but interesting. And uh, then from there, there's really no, you know, fixed spots for trailings. You just have resupply towns. Then some resupply towns are pretty friendly, you know place to roll out your sleeping bag in a park, you know, place to charge your batteries and things like that. And some you just have to grab food and keep going. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot to lot to consider, you know, like Oh yeah. I, how am I gonna charge my phone? You know, how much Oh, uh, I was gonna ask you about that too. So you take you do take some technology with yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Well uh and I, I took paper maps as well, just in mm -hmm. case technology failed, but there is a a couple of good dedicated uh PCT apps um, where you can follow the trail, you know how far it is to the next camp spots, how big a camp spot it is, where the next water is going to be, things like that. So it's come a long ways, really taking a lot of the guesswork out of it, which has been been wonderful. 
And you can stay on. You can keep checking your Twitter and your Facebook. And yeah, for the most for the most part, there, there's. A, I don't know why you'd want to. <laughs> I, I I I don't. I'll get into I'll get into a town and, you know, either at a hostel or a hotel or something. Then I'll check those things. And right. Just make sure nobody's died or anything yeah. out there. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, there's that. Yeah. So, did you see a lot of wildlife? Did you see uh, bears, mountain lions, um, beavers, moose? Uh, Bears, yes. Yep. Um, a lot of bears. Uh, rattlesnakes. I think I had uh, 11 encounters with rattlesnakes. 11? Yeah. Wow. Uh, lynx, you know, bobcat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he came jogging down the trail, and uh-huh. and I was sitting on the other side of my pack, and he obviously didn't see me. I'm looking above my backpack. He's like, he's still, still, you know, trotting towards me. And so I reached for my phone, which is my camera, and mm-hmm. um, I realized... By the time I get this thing going and aimed, he's going to be right in front of me, and he's going to be freaked out, and I'm going to be freaked out. So I just yelled at him. Oh, okay. And we went, whoa. Then I had to stand up so he could actually see me, and then he's like, oh, shit, I'm getting out of here. And uh, and he did, like mm-hmm. any of the wildlife. Like an animal. Uh, yeah. This is my public service uh, announcement for the day. Uh, Stu saw all these things, and he's alive. Yeah. No, but nothing bit him. No, nope. you know, nothing swiped his, no, nothing took his head off. Nope. Nothing ate his knees. Nope. So, and the rattlesnakes are that, pretty good about letting you know <laughs> what's going on. Every once in a while, I don't know if every year, every other year, somebody get bit by a rattlesnake. It's usually just accidental. You know, they didn't see the rattlesnake there and they're reaching down to pick something up. And Oh, well, yeah, it happens just as much in Bend, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then from there, you've got to decide, okay, where'd I get bit? How bad is the bite? Uh-huh. Um, is this call, can I walk out on this or do, is this going to cause, or, you know, do I have to use my emergency locator transmitter to, to, you know, send in a helicopter to get me out of here? Get a ride. Yeah. Get a ride. Get yeah. out of there. So that's yeah. one way to get a helicopter ride. <laughs> it, 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 it is. <laughs> Not the best way. Yeah. It's like, no, don't send the air don't ambulance. That. That's like $50,000. Exactly. The, yeah. Just <laughs> Send the sheriff's uh, helicopter, something that's uh, not going to cost me anything. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's uh, kind of how that works. Oh, I was going to say, everybody gets a, uh, uh, most people get a, a trail name. Oh, yeah. All, you were you mentioned your, your friend's trail name, Superman. Yeah. So, what were you? Yeah. Uh, I was Papa Homie, and uh, I got my trail name because my son, who went two years later, was the homie, and the reason he got that name was... He was basically hiking back towards home, towards sisters, and and then beyond. And so somebody said, "Oh, you're you're the homie then. You're walking home. You're, oh, the homie." <laughs> nice. And so these girls, that's funny. These girls uh, that I was hiking with, I was telling them that friend, they go, "Well, you should be the homie or Papa Homie." Papa right? Homie. Oh yeah. So they became Papa Homie. So there's usually um, you cannot give yourself your own trail name. It has to be bestowed upon you by others. Um, right. You know, right. either usually something stupid you do or, or something that, you know, that is a habit, uh-huh. you know. Um, so you got a good one, really. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking with a French guy. I said, what's your trend? name?" he goes, my name is Wrong Way. And I'm going, Oops. Wrong Way? How'd you get that? This long story. But that was going the wrong way. And somebody said, you're going the wrong way. Come back up. <laughs> oh, man. So it wasn't because he was on Gilligan's Island. No. Long. No, he wasn't. <laughs> And his little sister, her name was Mosquito, because they just loved oh, her. No. They just loved her, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so everybody gets a trail name. Uh, funny story, if a doctor tried to give himself a, a trail name, he had like 
you know, all the latest gear, everything was brand new and stuff. I said, what's your name? He goes, I am the Falcon. Everybody's like, how'd you get that trail name? I said, I gave it to myself. Uh, uh, and they went, huh. And from there on, up and down the trail, he was known as Dr. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> official trail name after that. So, so yeah, yeah, you want to be. So I really don't want to give yeah, yourself a trail yeah, name. You it's do not. not work out. Yeah, it doesn't work out, especially something as ostentatious as the Falcon. The Falcon. Yeah, yeah. So, well, how did Superman get his name? That was my like. You know what? He got he got together with uh, another group in front of me, and uh, I guess was just a real go getter, mm -hmm. and you know, banging out the m miles, and so they called him Superman. Uh, the girl. Uh, Sony that I hiked with, her name was Spirit, um, just because of she was communing well with nature, and they thought, right. "You are, okay. you've got this wonderful spirit." So Spirit, this other uh, woman from the Netherlands, uh, her name was Luxury, because she had the money that when you got to a, a town, you know, it's like I don't care how much the hotel costs, I just want to get. I just want to stay and, there. Yeah. yeah, I just want to stay there. So she'd <laughs> yeah. stay at the better places. Did she have food drops? Like you know. <laughs> She she could have she could she could have afforded that yeah yeah so uh, uh, one thing I'll tell you the uh, lot uh, usually about forty five countries are represented on the PCT every year oh They've that's got, amazing got people from all over the world uh huh uh, which is great uh, hiked with a wonderful woman from Taiwan whose trail name was No English. And and there was a good reason. How'd she get that? She because she that was the first thing she said. Hey, how are you doing? What's your name? No English. No, no English. English. And so oh she gosh. got so a lot of delightful to hike with, but a lot of hand gestures. Uh -huh. You know, and that's uh, a really that's a a good thing though to go. You know, have to communicate with somebody without the oh, language. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. different and, experience. And some you would think would know a lot more English. Than they do, you know, just being exposed to it, like you know, Japanese or mm -hmm. Chinese oh, or something like that. But, yeah, but they don't Europeans. Well, you know, I think that about people from America as well. Yeah, Those. yeah. <laughs> it would be great if they spoke English. It'd be too. great if they can learn more English. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, it would be. <laughs> but uh, I really hit it off with Europeans. Really loved hiking with Europeans uh -huh. because they were more my age. I uh, did the PCT when I was sixty-one. And so these, most of these, uh, you know, Europeans are in their mid-30s, somewhere in their young 40s, and they have such great time off packages there. It's like, oh, right. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Can they I get take, months off, not oh, yeah, weeks. Yeah. Can I take yeah. six months off and go hike the PCT? Absolutely. And there go will, ahead. Yeah, and there'll go be a job it. for you uh, when you get back. Oh, and by the way, it's paid time off, so just have a good time, you know. Oh, nice. Where it's like, you know. People, you nice. know, had to quit jobs or got fired from jobs. All uh -huh. sorts of nightmare stories. Hey, boss, I want to take six months off. Huh, go ahead. Don't let the door eat in the butt on the way out because you right. ain't coming back. You know, so. How about your boss? My boss was great. My yeah. boss said, Wasn't he cool? Oh, yeah. He was very cool. He's an outdoorsman, so he understood. And so, uh -huh. yeah. He goes, uh, go ahead and do it, and we'll have your job for you when you get back. Oh, uh, that's sweet. We'll just leave the name on the broom how it has been. <laughs> <laughs> And so, <laughs> yes. uh, well, that's good. Yeah, and that's so, good. Yeah. So, oh, so how long were you on there? Uh, what did it take? Uh, April, May, June, July, August, and into September, a little bit. It took me quite a while to do the twelve hundred miles. You know, some stops for my knees. Mm -hmm. 
um, went uh, went back to Portland to watch over my 90-year-old dad for a week, um, then got back on the trail again. Um, and so, yeah, so it took me took me a little bit longer to cover those 1,200 miles than I certainly would have liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I lost my cell phone for a week, which was horrible. Um, to get in and out of town, you, you hitchhike. And I oh, and I'd okay. left I left my phone my cell phone in this hitch, and I didn't remember anything oh, about no. the woman uh-huh. except she had an Australian accent and she lived an hour south in Ridgecrest. But thanks to the Facebook uh, page for PCT, friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, finally located her, and she goes, "Yeah, I've got his cell phone here." And uh, that is sweet. So we got that's to, another. I that's oh. an, I always try and point out some of the better parts of social media because lots of people point out the terrible parts it's easier yeah but that's one of the really great things that oh yeah you can connect like that oh, and yeah. get things back it really were i didn't i didn't that's think, amazing i'd already been to the verizon store in bishop and thought mm-hmm. oh, i'm gonna have to buy another phone i've just lost 1500 photos you know oh, yeah um, out all, all those other things and i thought i'm never getting this back but i did so that was that was wonderful but yeah it cost me another week there you know screwing around town and uh-huh Stuff like that, which is interesting, watching hikers come and go. And so it must totally change your, uh, I don't know, your outlook when you come come off. It does. It, it doesn't, isn't it? Yeah. It does. For a lot of people, have a, a very, very tough time with reentry, mm-hmm. they call it, because you've been out on the trail for six months. And, you know, the beauty about the trail is, yeah, sure, it's hard work. Uh, it's expensive um, in a lot of regards. But your day is your own. You wake up when you want to. You mm-hmm. hike as far as you want to. You eat when you want to. You sleep when you want to. You have and a so, lot of air. Yeah, you have a lot, a lot of, of air. air. That's, a, that's <laughs> the that's the beauty of it and the control of it. But and my son hiked with this really great guy from Kentucky, whose name was Tortoise. Um, he was actually pretty fast. I don't know how he got the name. Oh, I was going to guess, but maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe because he was fast. Yeah. Yeah. But he actually ran out of money. And uh-huh. I, ra- I ran into other people who had to stop and, you know, like find day work for a week, like on somebody's ranch or something to get enough money to continue up the trail. Um, your gear is going to run because, um, of course, you want to get out and go buy the best gear. Mm-hmm. Everything's got to be super lightweight because, yeah. you know, they say, uh, you know. You don't want a thirty-year-old pack and like oh, the, those big cotton sleeping no, bags. No, no, <laughs> no. It's got got to be comfortable and, and compact, and that's the thing that really yeah. separates through hikers. Is you look at them and everything is very, very compact uh-huh. um, on their back. They have it together. Yeah. So yeah. you spend a lot of money. You spend you know fifteen, seventeen hundred dollars on your, your gear, and you've got hiking poles and stove and you know sleeping. Bags oh yeah. And, Let's. So what do you have? Like, like, yeah. The, uh, there's typical things: hiking pole, stove. Sleeping bag, I assume. Tent, tent, yeah. Food, food for at least for up to ten days. Mm-hmm. Um, and what about like clothing? How yeah. much? And you know what? Uh, you don't have a change of clothes. You do not. Okay. Nope. It's That's all it's all layering. You mm-hmm. know. Oh, okay. Because clothes clothes weigh, so they you weigh just, a lot. Yeah. So you yeah. just get dirty and grimy, and uh, that's another way you can spot a through hiker is, you know, how dusty and dirty do they look? They oh, look like right. Really been on the trail or not? And, you know, obviously, you know, what separates a homeless person from a thru-hiker is you're in very good shape as well, you know, because, man, if you make it to Central Oregon, you've already 
you know, put 1,900 miles on. Right. And so, and wow. you consume uh, a lot of calories. Oh, uh, you must. Yeah, it's usually about 5,000 to 7,500 calories per day, depending on. And what kind of calorie? That's another thing I was curious about. Like, are you, is it uh, freeze dried foods? Is it whatever you want to yeah. carry? Or, yeah, you know. it, it's everything. And, and when you get to stores, you're looking at, you know, health food bars and everything else and how mm-hmm. much protein does this have you know how much you know how much how many calories per ounce right. am i going to get out of this so right. you know every every you know health food bar begins to taste like sawdust after a while you know so <laughs> yes, you're, you're trying true. to mix it up and so you, <laughs> you'll take food out on the trail for a couple of days that may only last a couple of days like a you know a, a big, you know, sausage, mm-hmm. or something like that, so that you can kind of mix it up, so it isn't okay. so boring. But a lot of freeze-dried uh, meals, right? Um, yep, and cook them right there in the uh, in the pouch. That way, you aren't cleaning pans or anything else like that. Uh-huh. Meal or morning, usually oatmeal, uh, you know, cocoa, coffee, things like that, and then you know, snack throughout the day. Every two hours, you should be snacking. Oh, okay, because um, you're just burning so many. Yeah, calories. I think I lost. It's a, it's like a, yeah, yeah. It's an I, extreme sport. Yeah, basically, you're lost, doing. It's like an extreme sport walking yeah. that much. Oh, it is. Yeah, I lost yeah. thirty pounds. Wow. On the on the trail, there's and if you people that are really really overweight, if they stick with it, yeah, they they come out of it pretty light. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the uh, the expense of it, you know, fifteen hundred bucks for gear, uh, about a thousand dollars, at least a thousand dollars a month for on trail expenses like food wow um, yeah because you're buying you're buying a lot of, oh because you're buying as you go yeah you're buying a lot when you resupply yeah so. some people send boxes if their diets are really specific well mm-hmm. you know you end up at a post office and pick up your box and and things like that and by then they've gone why did i put so much oatmeal in my resupply box i'm so <laughs> sick of this stuff um <laughs> Yeah. So some of, it's funny. Some of us can eat the same thing every day and and not not be that bothered by it. But, yeah, yeah. And I ate a lot of oatmeal, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, potatoes. You know, orida in the little in the pouch. Yeah, oh in the, yeah, in the pouch. Just whatever's just lots of lot, energy foods. Yeah, lots of light. Yeah, and can get you down the trail. But not a lot of no carb diets out there. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hi, I'm on the paleo diet. I hike the Pacific Crest Trail. It's like good for you. Have good a nice, luck. Have a, well, what's interesting too is there's people that are out Jeez. there, you know, and wanting to get rid of every ounce. Will go out on the trail stoveless, you know. So they're just oh my gosh. So they're eating, you know, cold soaked, you know, horrible stuff. Oh. I would never eat cold soaked. And you're talking about uh, about a pound, maybe two, for your stove. Oh, if you if you, uh, not even that, not even that. Yeah, yeah. Not that's even. what I thought. I mean, a good yeah. a good hiking stove oh, doesn't yeah. weigh nothing. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the the f- fuel that 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 weighs. But you know, even that is not not much. But it's so funny, you know. You run into people that uh, are stoveless, like oh, good for you, and then they smell you, uh, you know, <laughs> cooking away, cooking your lasagna and stuff. You just <laughs> see the the drool, you know, coming yeah. off of their mouth, and then well, I'm, now that's where you can make some money. Well, it's where <laughs> you make friends. <laughs> hey there, little lady. <laughs> yeah. Would so, lo- does anyone bring pack mules? Uh, the PCT is open to equestrian. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Not an awful lot. I think there were eight permits, eight permits, maybe 10 permits pulled this year for equestrian. Oh, wow. So and, and it can be really, really tough because the trail isn't always clear. You've got down logs and stuff like that. And, oh, You know, right, steep right. granite uh, uh-huh. steps. That you've, and some horses do not like that. No. Mule True. would be a much better yeah, choice. Yeah, mule makes sense. I was actually talking about people. <laughs> Oh, those so anyone just hire some some, yeah. some people, you know, like uh, like on average, like a Sherpa, yeah, like some, a Sherpa, yeah. yeah I carry w- your stuff. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, wouldn't that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. Some, you know, some uh, undocumented, uh, you know, immigrants coming across it. You like Oregon? Hey, follow me. <laughs> Fine, yeah, carry this. Follow me <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, follow okay. me for a couple thousand miles, and we'll get you up there. Um, yeah, I, llamas would be neat too, but you know you've got to deal with in these pack animals where you're on the trail to mm-hmm. like, you know, feeding them and taking care of them. Well, and they take a lot of water. Yeah. Most of them. And how do you, yeah, how do you true. resupply? You've got to be with somebody else so they can watch the llamas while you go into town and resupply. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so your, your resupply is all like just going into town and buying more food. There's, there's not like caches. No. Left for you or anything. Nope. It's all your, it's all on you. Yep. There is yeah. uh when you get to certain locations, um, you know, where through hikers congregate, most places will have a hiker box where people will leave, you know, food like, I'm so sick of oatmeal. Here's 48, you know, packets of oatmeal. Or, or, oh, okay. <laughs> and some, <laughs> some, some hiker from the south must have left uh, some, uh, some Quaker, it wasn't Quaker oats, it was Quaker grits. Oh yeah, and so oh, I, and I, so, I don't yeah. like grits anyway. Oh but, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, and then just those Oof. like yeah, I can see why no they thanks. left those. But I had my my friend Sonia uh, said, you "Never try grits." She goes, "No, I like to try grits." And so mm-hmm. she tried it, and she just hated it. She <laughs> said, I cannot <laughs> believe that somebody is eating this crap. <laughs> Sorry to all my friends down in the south, but this tastes like shit. <laughs> And so, uh, so in hiker boxes, you can find gear, you can find, you know, oh. food. And some people uh-huh. that are on a budget will just live out of hiker boxes. Like, yeah. Oh, so some people do. Wow. Yeah. It's like, well, this isn't what I'd necessarily want to eat, you know, but they'll mm-hmm. eat it. And, uh, yeah, well, it I mean, money. Yeah. And a thousand dollars a month sounds, I mean, that's kind of a lot. But when you think about if you're just driving cross country, you're going to easily spend that. You oh, know, yeah. If you're just driving and staying at a cheap hotel or something or lots of other lots of other traveling options in a month, you'll go way over $1,000. Oh, so yeah. If you kind of compare it to that, then it, oh, yeah. it's a cheap way to travel and it's Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not like anything else anywhere. No, and if you're and if you're a through hiker, obviously you're not just going to be spending it on food. You're going to get into town, man, I want a pitcher of cold beer, you know, oh, yeah. if you're dirty and dusty. And spend it on laundry and maybe a place to stay where you've got a shower and mm-hmm. and things like that. Well, more that. carbs. You get, get oh, yeah. carbs. Oh, yeah. Beer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what it's all about. That's right. God, I saw one guy at a McDonald's. He ordered, I kid you not, 30 cheeseburgers. I'm going, what, we can get all these cheeseburgers. He stuffed them in his pack. And I'm oh, going, my God. And just flattened them in his pack. I'm going, you're kidding me, dude. He goes, no, no, I just, you know, eat, eat cheeseburgers along the trail. And I'm going, oh. <gasps> Week old, Whoa. week old cheeseburgers. Yeah, this is about a week's worth. I'm like, uh. so so. I tried it. I took, uh, I took four cheeseburgers and stuffed them into my pack, and just that day alone. Later that day, I, I brought out the first one, started chewing into it, and I went, 
that is one crazy 20-something-year-old. This just is awful. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. He must not have any taste buds oh to just Well, I think your problem down. was you were eating good food too long because it's yeah. very hard to eat McDonald's if you eat decent food for very long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't even know if that's what that is that they're making the meat out of. That's, I, I don't. I, I don't, don't know. I don't either. Genetically engineered something. <laughs> something. <laughs> something that's not good for you. It's Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So um, yeah, that's. And so did I. I don't know if I asked this. How many people are on the trail at one time? Do you know? Yeah, great, uh, great question. Um, there, they offer fifty permits on specific days to leave, at least leave from the Mexican border. Mm-hmm. So fifty per day. That way, you know, keeps the trail oh, from so being crowded. Right. Okay. Well, that's great because I have heard all this bullshit about. How it's getting really crowded now, and and, and, and I and I yeah, and I, it doesn't th- sound like it. Uh, no, and you actually, it's kind of weird. It'll you'll end up even though fifty per day start, you'd love to think that there's you know fifty per day here and then fifty per day day ahead of you or behind mm-hmm. you, and, but uh, usually these bubbles somehow form of a lot of through hikers. Um, I think when I was at Hiker Heaven, they had like. 80 or 85 get back on the trail in one day, you know, in the morning. Oh, wow. And that just puts a lot of pressure That's, on the trail and right. campsites and just not a very good, you know, experience. You're popping along, you know, listening to your tunes and then feel a tap, you know, somebody wants to get on by air. Oh, okay. Like so there is a little of that. Oh, yeah. That, that can happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, older guys like me move a little bit slower. Um, you can. Uh, there's a guy a little bit older than me who completed the the PCT, and he said all he needed to do was 16 miles every day from his start date, which I think was back in mid-March, 16 miles every day, mm-hmm. and one zero day per week to, you know, clean clothes, resupply. And he said, you can do it at, at just at 16 miles per day with a mid-March start. For some people, that might sound like a lot. Yeah. But you know, all day hiking, that's not a ton. Mm-hmm. No, it, yeah. no, it's it's not. That's a very very moderate uh, day. Yeah. Um, I mean, if anyone wants to try it, just strap on your phone and go walk for six hours. Oh and yeah, you'll be, clo- you'll be there. Oh yeah, that's it exactly. <laughs> well, and most most are in the shoot for about a twenty to twenty five mile day. Wow, that's uh, that's a little that's little steeper. That's that's fairly average, but for uh-huh. for the youngsters, you know, for the twenty somethings, that's. Easily doable, um, easily doable too. I think if you're a little bit older and and really have the the great stride, um, but yeah, that's yeah. Well, if your knees or your back aren't going bad, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, you know, I know how that is. Oh or your yeah. shoulders or oh yeah, whatever it is this week. It, but some people don't have these problems, and I hate them. Yeah, and <laughs> and some people do. It's like every everybody I've yeah. run into at some point is like. Uh, what you got? And it'll be like, yeah, sore shoulders. Yeah, shoulders mm-hmm. are really sore. Um, I've got blisters on my feet. Um, you know, shoes are another big thing. You know, having the the right size shoe and the right shoe for you. Oh, right. You know, people spend. Oh, I was going to ask you that. What you what you wore on your feet? You yeah. wore uh, what'd you wear? Uh, I wore my loincloth wrapped around my feet. <laughs> of um, course, maybe that was what led to the <laughs> knee problem. Yeah. That, that might have might have been. Uh, I researched it. There are some very very popular brands, about a half dozen that you know people will go with mm-hmm. uh, ultras and things like that. And I researched it and went a little bit off uh, with the uh, Under Armour product that I really really liked. It had great cushioning, was very very lightweight, um, and did me well. 
Uh, most people on the trail, you're going to go through a minimum of four pairs of shoes. Oh, and, wow. And likely six to seven. Yeah, because that's, yeah, I guess you would. That's yeah. years of walking. Oh, yeah. In a, a very short amount of time. And so it was a trail shoe? It was, yeah. It was like a trail shoe. Yeah. yeah. So you want something that's light that you can get wet because you're feet are going to get wet. So you want something that's going right. to dry, dry out. It's like, why spend the extra money on Gore-Tex? Your feet are going to get well, wet anyway. I've seen people who have done hikes uh, across the U.S., across Africa, different places, and they wore sandals. And that always seemed um, pretty harsh to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, there was some... I've got some great pictures of this guy who thought he could do it in flip-flops. Oh, jeez. And on day two... <laughs> Is like, he from Hawaii? No, it's no. Just, no, but he smoked an way too much pot, and so I'm I, taking, I don't think that would help either. No, so I'm taking I, pictures of his no. blisters, and he's just laughing, kind of that stone. Oh laugh. my god! Oh yeah, wasn't such a great idea. Because <laughs> na- now you're a, god. now you're stopped for at least Ouch. a week to you know wrap your blisters and let yeah. it heal and things like that. So it's like, why risk? But the that? weed is good for pain, I hear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, yeah. No, that's yeah. not. So was anyone, this is the other thing I wondered, but did you see anyone like totally um, nutcase walk, uh, jogging it or doing like fast walk or just absolutely this isn't, walking's not enough for me? Kind yeah. Of uh, there, were a, there were a couple of guys and they were crushing it. They were doing 30, 35 miles a day mm-hmm. and they were just after it. And they finished in mid-July, which is... Pretty unheard of. Wow. And uh, wow. I texted him afterwards. I said, so how was the trail? And he said, wish we would have taken more time. He goes, it was a lot like watching a commercial of the PCT because you're just he- head down oh, to the trail. You're, you're going so fast you can't you can't look left or right because uh-huh. you'll stumble. You will trip f- right. Yeah. Break your and nose. So, yeah, so they didn't see oh very much because they're God. just, it was more of an athletic endeavor than, right. than enjoyment. Hopefully they saw the rattlesnakes. Yeah, they, hopefully. So they're probably going so fast, it took them by surprise. But. Right. They would strike and be too late. Yeah. But the uh, the <clears throat> kind of the big uh, the big thing on the trail is H-Y-O-H, hike your own hike, whatever that looks like for you. You don't let anybody else pressure you. If you want to hike in these shoes, hey, that was your choice, you know, to hike in those shoes. If you're hiking X miles a day, mm-hmm. great. You know, you're hiking your own hike. This is, you know, probably those once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be out here, so... You might as well enjoy it, whatever that is. If you right. want to stop, take pictures, smell the flowers. Um, this sounds like an excellent uh, new book, Hike Your Own Hike. Hike Your Own yeah. Hike. <laughs> that's right. Crazy I mean, stories from the PCT. And it, I mean, that could apply to anything, but that's a great philosophy. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It is. And you know, because thing. so many people don't finish, well, you know, 75% don't finish, mm-hmm. at some point along the trail, you've, you've got to change it from, I'm hiking to Canada to I'm gonna hike as far as I hike as far as I get. You right. know, but enjoy the trail along the way. Spend mm-hmm. a little bit more time in resupply towns, getting to know people, uh, things like that. And, and other hikers, you know, just right. spending time just you know, and so you meet I'm still friends with, you know, hikers from around the world so that I met on the trail. Oh yeah, that's all I mean, because it, it's a very unique group. So yeah. anyone you meet on there is yeah, you know they're doing that. Yeah, they're they're it's, they're doing that, and yeah. yeah, you get to find out their story and how did you end up on the trail, and mm-hmm. you know, and there's some kind of tragic stories there too. When I was at uh, Hiker Heaven, which is 
I think about 450 miles on the trail. And I was injured, my knees were injured, and I was researching uh, a dock I could go see. There was another guy there who'd uh, injured his uh, knees, injured his right knee. Uh, his name was Yoda, and uh, he went and had x-rays. Then they called him back, said, let's do an MRI. Went and did an MRI, and uh, the doctor, I was standing there when the doctor texted him and said, your hiking is done. You have got a cracked kneecap. Oh. You are done. Oh. And so he'd been saving up for years, traveled all the way over from Australia, mm-hmm. you know, and a little more than a month into his through hike, he's done. He's toast. You know? And did he, um, did he do a blunt, like a blunt force injury or did that I, just happen? I don't know. Not sure. I'm, I don't, I don't know. You know, uh-huh. those weird predicaments you get your legs and feet into that can, you know, Right. Bust a knee or, yeah, so people have all sorts of injuries, you know, that they're dealing with. And some of them force them to get off the trail. Uh, but what I tell a lot of people is, you know, oh, I'm injured. I got blisters. I'm going to quit. It's like, no, you're out here for this one time in your life. Uh-huh. You, you don't know what the future is going to hold. Get your, get well, get your blisters taken care of. Yeah, your your crew is, has gone on ahead. And maybe you'll see him. Maybe you won't. You meet some other people to hike with. So just get better and take advantage of this time and just go, 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 go. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, so you were like the coach. Yeah, You're the, coaching. <laughs> I'm the old guy. <laughs> the old guy. Dang, never you kids, I'm, get off my trail. I'm, get off my trail. <laughs> I'm going to call the cops, I mean, at this time. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So that's what, uh, yeah, that's kind of what, what it's about. Mm-hmm. And just, just enjoying it and just the vistas you see. You know, the stars overhead uh, are just amazing. We Oftentimes when you can, the mosquitoes aren't bad or whatever, you just cowboy camp. You just roll out your sleeping bag, climb in. And just up, hang. Yeah, just yeah. hang, look up at the stars at night, hear the yeah. coyotes in the distance howling, and it's just it's, incredi- incredibly beautiful uh, experience like that. And you, uh-huh. know, you, you know, when you start, it's like, ooh, cowboy camp. Jeez, first of all, I don't know if I can backpack by myself. You know, that's a, oh, you're all out there and, oh, you know. Right. And then, you know, it's like cowboy cat. You mean just not even sleeping in a tent, just rolling out your sleeping bag and just sleeping right there. And there's critters and stuff out there. It's like, yeah. So you just roll out your sleeping and you just do and it. You know? Yeah. And well, I go- used to do that all the time. Of course, it was a backyard. <laughs> yeah, the was- back- backyard's a little <laughs> bit easier. Yeah, you don't have to wake up with a bear sniffing your face or something like that. <laughs> no, no, only after a massive party. But it wasn't a bear. Yeah. It was- <laughs> It wasn't a bear. It was your mom going, wake up, wake up. You guys been drinking out here again? Um, so, uh, yeah, so, you know, the, just just the beauty. And mm-hmm. there, it really is nice, uh, especially as an American, to have somebody to hike with, to experience it with, uh, too, as well. You know, soloing's great. And there were those days where I was soloing. And then there's other times where it's just nice to be able to share it with the experience with somebody else and just look out there. Except Germans are not that great to... To share it with because you're looking go oh look at those colors wow what a sunset isn't it oh look at that and then the germans are going yeah of course it's beautiful we wouldn't be standing here looking at it if it wasn't beautiful you know let's move on with life just be quiet you americans have to comment on everything it's like okay sorry you know not the you didn't travel halfway around the world to have you comment on the color commentary on the sunset you know so uh so I, I got the message. So it's, so is there was there a day or a place that like really stood out, or was there just so many of them that it's hard to? You know, there are so many of them. Even the desert has its own 
uh, special. Oh, movie. I love the desert. Mike. Yeah, yeah, it's I remarkable. Um, it can be really, really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the Sierra is just the Sierra range is just so amazing. Just like you come around every, they call it the Disneyland for through hikers because it really is oh, just wow. it just yeah every curve you know is a new vista is a new uh-huh. and you're just going. That is just amazing. I'm so glad there's not a highway up the middle of this thing because there be people parked beside the road. You <laughs> oh, know, right. Look, looking at this thing. Looking at the hikers. Yeah, looking at the hikers. Don't, yeah. Yeah. So. Don't give anyone any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but no, so there were just a lot of days that were like that. And a lot of days in the desert, a lot of days in the Sierra. Mm-hmm. And just met a lot of really just fine, fine people out on the trail. and. And if you talk to anybody who's been out on the trail, they will tell you that the best experience about the PCT is the people you meet. That the PCT is about people. That's and, and you're, yeah, and it's you're, something we forget because most of what we do is about people, yeah. no matter how hard we try. And it's but, your yeah, yeah, it's your interaction. Like that. And you get to choose yeah. who you who you interact with. Uh huh. You know, and um, which is great. I think a lot of the twenty somethings didn't quite get me. It's like, oh shit, my dad's out here hiking with me on the trail. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, but, uh, some were very, very cool. Uh-huh. Met a lot of really uh, nice, you know, kids, mm-hmm. you know, that were out there. But like I said, it really hit it off. I think with the, the people that were not from the United States, you know, right. But, you know, Europeans and, you know, Japanese and Chinese and Taiwanese, although the uh, Chinese can be very, very annoying, um, when they park their tent right next to you and then decide they're going to spend their time going through their gear all night long while you're trying to sleep. They have, a, yeah. and, and they have like, a different idea of space than we oh, do. The, there, are no bound, really there are no crowded, boundaries. Yeah. You know, you'll, be, you'll be like stopping, leaning up against a tree and go, yeah, my pack feels heavy. Oh, that's because there's a Chinese woman leaning on your pack <laughs> while you're standing there as uh, as well. So, yeah. So they there's, But that's about the only people that I found really didn't respect boundaries was... Mm-hmm. The Chinese, and they just didn't. And know. they made all your gear, so. Yeah, that's you know. right. <laughs> hey, could you take this back to the factory? You're, you're hitting that way, aren't you, after this after trip? This. I, yeah, I'd really yeah, like to get sure. this thing fixed up. You can send it back to me. Uh, yeah, but it is really, it's a you know, wonderful experience. Just the people you see and you mm-hmm. meet are just just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I, it's funny. I would. That's the last thing I would kind of think about, but. Of course. Me too. Of course. Me too. Yeah. And you're it, out there. They're all there. I mean, it's uh, people are kind of there for the same reason. It's, it's like last week, me and my buddy had a buddy on the show. We had just gone to the country fair. And um, it's the same kind of thing. You know, you you you, you go there for whatever the experience is going to be. But yeah. it's all about it. You just spend time staring at people and, yeah, you know, enjoy. They all seem to be enjoying each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. And you get your choice and, about... What people you can enjoy as opposed to work mm-hmm. or, you know, some oh, other right. social That's environment. True. Where I, I'm sure glad that Henry isn't hiking the trail because, man, I'd hate to be with Henry on the trail. So. Right. <laughs> and the, yeah. So and, and if someone you don't enjoy, you just start speaking German. Yeah, that's a, a Russian. No, I don't know. No, no English. Part. No, it's not good. Was not that? Yeah. in English. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that's how you get rid of them. So <laughs> it works. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah, and mm-hmm. of course you, everybody stinks. And you're on the trail. You, you know, if you bathe once a week, that's a miracle. Mm-hmm. You know, get your laundry mm-hmm. done. So you, you pretty much got to put up with everybody's smell, which you don't smell anymore because it's like you're sniffing it's, your own armpits. Right. Is that me or is that the guy next to me? 
Well, then it keeps the bears away. From, oh, it, 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 it keeps the yeah. <laughs> hopefully does. Hopefully does. Really funny story. I was eating with it. We stopped at a rest place on this little creek that kind of plunged down. We're enjoying the view and uh, snacking away. And all of a sudden, this bear pops his head out from around this rock. He was maybe mm, 20 feet away, pretty close. We didn't even see him or hear him. And he pops his head out and beautiful cinnamon black bear. Just like, and then, of course, we're both scrambling for our cameras. My uh, buddy buddy got off a shot before the bear rises up again, then just, boom, takes off. Takes off. Takes off down the trail. And we're going, what? what was he doing back there? Well, we found a bunch of banana peels. So he had oh, obviously... Oh, he found some bananas. Found some bananas, probably from some oh, day hikers or geez. something that thought, you uh-huh. know, we'll do this. And, uh, yeah, and the bears can be kind of bold. You don't have to worry about them, but they can mm-hmm. be... Kind of bold. There was a guy uh, the day before me who was filtering water and turned around 40 feet away. Here's a bear going through his backpack. I mean, just tearing this thing apart, you know, going after his food. And it's like, uh-huh. hey, bear, go away. <laughs> bear just like looks. I'm like, ha, ha. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah. This is my pack. Yeah. Thanks. This, yeah. Thanks so much. <laughs> well, what was great was the bear even bit into and chewed the guy's sleeping bag. Oh, you know, well, we got to try everything. Yeah, so he's eating oh these fe- feathers, got feathers sticking out of his mouth. It was probably farting oh, feathers for no. the next two weeks, you know. <laughs> well, what I love about the story by the creek is that hikers, you all went for your phone. Oh, yeah. Where if you were out there with a bunch of hunters, they all would have grabbed their guns. Oh, yeah, know? absolutely. Oh, a bear. Yeah, we, oh, yeah. You're we, like, yeah, we want to... Great, a bear. Yeah, we want to capture this moment <laughs> you, here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, so and cougars uh never saw a cougar but there was a guy who showed me uh, on his phone a picture of a cougar that was really close mm-hmm. and his buddy had been behind him and go wow this cougar's stalking us he's just like right beside us about 60 80 feet off the trail it's kind of wow. you know so he showed his buddy he goes hey did you know that we're being tailed by a cougar and showed him the, the picture and it's like no didn't know that and so uh, there's a lot of cougar around here in eugene and um uh, I've I've known people that seen them. It's super rare, but it's like a I don't know. It's kind of an honor to to see a cougar. Oh, look, it, it yeah. is because if you don't see the cougar, that's the worst. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, most of the people that are attacked don't see the cougar. Yeah, that's right. It's and they're boom. usually doing something like you know, triggering the the fight or flight instinct. You know, you're jogging down the trailer, riding a bike, and cougar goes, "Hey, something." Good looking, they're moving away from me moving, at high speeds. Right, I'm going to chase it's the it. hunting thing. I'm going to chase it down. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's so true. my my son yeah. saw a cougar, uh, Washington State, mm-hmm. uh, was hi- hiking at night. They're trying to finish up some miles, and his headlamp just caught you know the the glow of these eyes, you know, sitting up on this you know pile of rocks on this little cliff face, just looking at him, just tracking with him. And my son's like. Hey, cougar, 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 you know, and yelling uh-huh. it so his friends could hear him. I'm seeing a big cougar right now. Oh, Did no. anybody else see this cougar? <laughs> oh, good. You know. So, Bust him. Yeah. Busted, buddy. Yeah. We see you. Yep. Ooh. We, we see you. So, yeah. yeah. So that's anything else you want to know about the PCT? Um, I asked that. I'm looking at my notes now. How much toilet paper did I use? I um, have no idea. Oh, you, but you did use toilet paper. That's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think it... Oh, uh, Sasquatch. Did you see Sasquatch? Several of them. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Several of them. But they were disguised as thru-hikers. <laughs> they looked like... They were dirty and hairy and stinky and were wearing backpacks. So I figured they were probably Sasquatches. Uh, 
Yeah, I didn't see any sign. I didn't see any sign of Sasquatches. No, no, so. no footprints. Yeah, didn't, no, uh, no foot, no footprints at all. Yeah, uh, we've we've just about got through everything that I had in mind, and uh, yeah, and I I don't think I have anything to add to the experience except you know for people to you know consider it if they're if they're that time in their life maybe start out with some you know slow backpacks and mm-hmm. you know build up uh, build up to it and then. Some people uh, will section hike the PCT. If you can't do it right. in, a, in a full year, you know, you can bite off a month at a time or a couple months at a time and eventually get the PCT done that way. And when you do complete the PCT, you get this wonderful medallion that's uh, cast bronze, I think. It's just beautiful and it's heavy. It's oh, that's awesome. substantial to hang around your neck. Everywhere you go, you're just wearing this uh, PCT medallion. Oh, you don't just eBay it? No. You <laughs> You could after you hike twenty six hundred miles. Yeah. Well, and there so, are, and there are people that I'm sure maybe do, and probably people that don't commit or don't complete the PCT that you know put in for the medal anyway. Well, I almost did it. You know, almost I, I did a hundred miles of it anyway. So putting in putting in for the uh, medallion. I did day hikes and maybe some overnights with my dad many many years oh, ago, yeah. and you know even that's fun. Even oh, that's yeah. fun, but. Yeah, just get out. Although and... now, and it was at that time, it was far emptier. You know, when I was a kid, hardly oh, anyone knew about it. Isn't it, it crazy? It wasn't a thing. Yeah, it, it that part is is pretty incredible. And um, yeah, it's... I'm I'm glad to hear though that it's not as crowded as some people make it out to be. No, it's, there it's, there are know. some crowds, but by the time you kind of if you make it up to Oregon, there's a lot less people. Mm-hmm. You know. A lot of the people have kind of died. Died. Have faded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hopefully not died. <laughs> yeah. Faded away. Um, yeah. So it's. So it's. Uh, yeah. What else was I going to say about that? Oh, I don't know something else for you to edit out. Can't remember what it was. Oh, I don't the, edit. Oh, good. <laughs> we'll, editing, just keep, we'll just editing's keep. Editing's annoying. Yeah. We'll no, just keep this it. is a. I eventually want to be live um, somewhere, like live to YouTube or something. So. I edited the first couple, and it just like, nope, I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's all live. That's it's all much. good. All this stuff, all the stuff I've heard come from you has been gold. Oh, it's, good. It's awesome. Well, that's yeah. great to hear. Can I have another beer now? now that yeah, we're absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No, so funny. yeah, I'll, I'll try wrapping up here. You've been listening to. Were you still talking with Joel Albrecht and Stu? Air, Stu Air, and we've been talking about the PCH. And if you've listened this far, then share it with your friends. I mean, you tell two friends, and they'll tell two friends, and they'll tell two friends, and so on. All right, you got to be really old to know what that's from. Yeah, but, uh, it's yeah. A, it's a very popular uh, podcast in jail, apparently. The guys love listening to it. Hey, where you know wh- whoever gets enjoyment <laughs> out of it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I mean, if if your friends like it, that's great. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. All right, so we'll be back soon. Um, and thanks for listening. And if you don't like the podcast, what the hell did you listen this far for? All right, be good to each other. <laughs>